Welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 905. Go on Twitter and you just see all these people complaining about how bad the world is and all the things that are going wrong. And then they wonder why they're they're struggling in their lives and having difficulties. And, and they don't realize that what you emanate first is what comes back to you. And if you give love out into the world and, and you're going to get love back, it's just that people are afraid that they won't. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. Today, I am so excited to be in Malibu, California and introduce a very special returning guest here on Cars Yeah, Fireball Tim. Hey, Fireball, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Uh, Is there any other kind? (laughs) I hope not. I hope not. We're going to have some fun. And I'll remind our listeners, I had the pleasure of talking to Fireball back on January 8th in 2016. He was my 419th guest. Today, he's my 905th. So we've decided that about every time I double or so, we're going to have him back and have some fun here. Good way to be. Fireball Tim operates the Fireball Malibu Vlog, an automotive beach life reality series starring Hollywood car designer, author, and award-winning filmmaker, Fireball Tim. Yes, that's his legal name, Fireball and his amazing bride, Kathy Lawrence. They film their daily activities driving cool cars and living the automotive beach life in sunny Southern California. Fireball has been a filmmaker, television host, a car design expert for over 25 years on the Speed Channel, Discovery, Velocity, and Monster Garage. His over 700 vlogs can be found on YouTube. He's having fun, that's for sure. He's also created a series of kids' coloring books that we're going to talk a little bit about today, that are designed to be fun while educating children and adults about cars and our environment. And he's also the host of the Malibu Cars and Coffee. So Fireball, I have told our listeners just a little bit about you. Would you take a brief moment, share a little bit more about your career and a very definite passion for automobiles? Well, that that was that was overwhelming just to listen to. I, <laughs> I, I'm I'm overwhelmed at the amount of stuff we've done, you know. But I, I think that you know, you and I were talking earlier the importance of being grateful in your life and the things that you get to do. And you know, it's it's hard for people to make a decision to um, uh, to do the things that they love. And and we're both in a very good position to be able to enjoy a life that uh, is uh, is revolving around passion. We you know what we're most passionate about, and I certainly am most passionate about cars and about um, uh, the ocean and the environment. And we try to incorporate all those things into the things that we do. And, and, uh, kids are a big part of that and, and really, you know, kids attitudes. And that's kind of what was the impetus for the books. And certainly the vlog is a, an opportunity to share an aspirational, uh, aspect of what it is that we do. And, and it's not, not necessarily so much about us as, you know, the lifestyle incorporates a lot of people and, uh, that, uh, are passionate about the same things. So and we get to share those stories and have a good time with them. And, uh, you know, we're blessed every day to, to wake up in a sunny place, but I am a little envious of your water, you know, because uh, we <laughs> yes. don't get a lot of rain down here. Yeah. And sometimes that's kind of nice, but we do have a rather large swimming pool right next to us. So that that's something we get to enjoy. Well, absolutely. Yeah. Called the Pacific Ocean. I spent many a day in my youth when my hair was much longer when I had hair. Right. With a surfboard <laughs> under my arm, surfing down there in Southern California. What a beautiful place it is. And you're right. An attitude of gratitude yeah. is the way to go through life. And I'll remind our listeners, and we'll talk about it again, but if you're not a subscriber 
to the vlog. I'm going to put a link on Fireball's show notes page here. You need to get it because every day it lands in your inbox and you get to go along with Kathy and Tim here on a very nice ride in Malibu. I mean, you feel like you're there. You feel like they're taking you on a little tour, like you're guests of their home. It's a really, really fun place to be. But first, as we continue on your journey, I always like to start by asking my guests for a success quote or a mantra. It's a nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars Yeah. So Fireball, take the wheel. Uh, that's a tough one. You know, I, I have a, a fairly good-sized library of a lot of inspiration, and we love this kind of stuff, and we read every morning. But uh, I think it goes back to uh, – it was – I'm not sure who – necessarily who it came from, but it was one author named Robert Collier, and then there was a, a therapist, a French therapist named Emile Kuh, Uh And that is – every time I wake up in the morning, I say, every day and every way, my life gets better and better. And I think that that – type of attitude for me has worked very well. And it, it sets me on the right course. It makes me uh, focus on the present and to concentrate on the things that I love uh, instead of uh, worrying about those things that uh, that potentially will never come. Uh, so that, that kind of sets me on the right course, I think. You know, you're such a positive guy. And I know that because of watching your vlog and the comments you make. And you're right. I see this on social media. The people who focus on all the bad seem to always have all the bad. Yeah. (laughs) And the people that focus on the good. So you're right. When you wake up in the morning and you think of the great things in your life, even though you've got some things going on that can be a challenge, it sets the focus for the day, right? It does. We miss the point that we're creative beings and that we're here to, to create things. And lots of people live their lives in a reactionary point of view, and they, they react to the things around them. And you go on Twitter, and you just see all these people complaining about how bad the world is and all the things that are going wrong. And then they wonder why they're, they're struggling in their lives and having difficulties. And, and they don't realize that what you emanate first is what comes back to you. And if you give love out into the world, and, and you're going to get love back. It's just that people are afraid that they won't. You know, that if I give out something to somebody... I may not get what I want, and that that's a getting personality. And you don't want to start from there. You want to start from a giving point of view and then have faith. And uh, and then it shows up. It shows up every time. It really does. It really does. Well, let's talk a little bit first about these cool coloring books that you put together for children. And I'll say adults, too, because I'm going to let you talk a little bit about how you've transformed the use of these books into elder care facilities. But would you share what instigated your goal to create these coloring books Uh what is that point where you said, you know what, this is something I want to do? Well, you know, I mean, I, I've always been a, a car designer. And the, when I first started, I was designing, you know, cars for movies. And uh, in that, that realm, you're, you're designing a vehicle that essentially is a character. And, you know, if, if Batman was a, was a car, he'd be the Batmobile. But if you took Dwayne Johnson and he made a car, made him, turned him into a car, he'd be, a, you know, a Chevelle or something really interesting. So, Designing character cars has always been my thing, and it was inspired from when I was a kid because I was running around George Barris's shop as a kid and hanging out with Ed Roth, and, oh, cool. and I you know, got a chance to be inspired by a lot of the greats. And as a kid, you love that kind of stuff. You know? So I thought my favorite author was uh, Richard Scarry, who created a lot of tremendous books in the 60s uh, with animals and cars, and, and I always had a dream to, to create kids' books. I always thought it'd be really cool. And I realized after doing a variety of books to kind of test the waters that coloring books were kind of my favorite because it's an activity book that allows you to be creative and to be inspired at the same time. But, but the coloring books out there are just kind of lame. You know, they're, they're mass produced. Uh, they're produced by companies like Disney where they just want to promote their films or they want to do, uh, 
you know, if you buy a book on, on uh, uh, a sea life or something, you know, they're just kind of generic. They're mm-hmm. not custom built. They don't really look that good. And it's just kind of what, uh, in the industry, they call them shut up toys. <laughs> so, you know, you're walking through Target with your kids and your kids are screaming like crazy. You hand them a Hot Wheels or a coloring book and it kind of shuts them up for a short period of time and gives them something to do. And I, I wanted to look at an advanced version of that. How can you create a custom design? It's kind of like the difference between a, a Toyota and a custom design built hot rod. Right. So how could I build a custom designed hot rod coloring book that would really be unique? The designs were great. The, the cover was really cool. The highest quality and the most inspiring. And it was really fun for uh, not only kids, but adults to be able to work together and things like that. And that's essentially what we've created. Uh, the first one is a custom uh, cars, but we also have a, the, the brand new one is the Beach Life coloring book. So it incorporates a lot of uh, aspects of a fanciful beach life, not just, you know, a couple of sharks swimming by, but each one kind of tells a story. There's even kind of a uh, one page is kind of a uh, a treasure hunt type of thing. So mm-hmm. there's all kinds of fun things like that. If you allow yourself to be really creative and come up with something unique. So in doing that, I realized that it's, it has tremendous legs. You can do coloring books in, in all different genres, every, every different kind of vehicle uh, genre, you know, from hot rods to rat rods to bombs to, to muscle cars, you know, they could all have a really unique custom coloring book and make a whole, build a whole series. And that's essentially what we're doing is we're on, uh, we're creating our third book right now. It's on Tiki's, which is really fun. You know, kind of, uh, you're creating a, um, uh, subcultures and mixed with car culture, you know, that kind of stuff. And it's, uh, so far it's, it's a blast and they're doing really well. Awesome. And it's also being, it's being accepted not only by the kids and their moms and things, but to my surprise, a lot of elderly care facilities are incorporating them uh, here in, in, uh, in Los Angeles. And it's, it's a neat thing for them to be able to, to give therapeutically to some of these uh, older people and, and how to give them some fun things to do. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Sounds fantastic. Well, as you undertook the joy of putting these books together, I'm sure mm-hmm. you were met with a couple challenges. Anytime somebody – I've had hundreds of authors on the show and people who first-time books and those things – what were some of the challenges that you came up against that were unexpected as you put this whole thing together and make it come to reality? Well, you know, I think the challenge with any author is, is, you know, trying to find a publisher, you know, trying to find someone that sees the way you do. Mm-hmm. And the hard thing is that when you're, I, I dealt with the same thing when I, we did my car show. I have a car show here in Malibu called Wheels and Waves. And it was very hard to sell that show to someone who wasn't a car person. And, when we found someone who was an automotive enthusiast, they were, it was a no-brainer. They said yes and jumped all over it. So when you find a publisher that shares the same passion that you do, then you're in a lot better shape because you're doing something that they already automatically believe in. And we found that. So that allowed us to get the right person for the job and to be able to execute it in the best possible way. The second thing that was a challenge was, you know, what subject do you really focus on that you think people will be interested in? Mm-hmm. Now, most people, when they go get a, a new job, they think about, okay, well, uh, how much are they going to pay me and, and what kind of benefits am I going to get? And, and once again, that's a getting personality and you have to remove yourself and you have to, you have to talk from the perspective of what can I give to this company that will m- make this company grow and expand? Right. From the book perspective, you know, what can I give to the, to the kids that want to do this, you know, the best possible experience? I always consider it the highest usage value for the cheapest price. Ah. So they can get a book that's 10 bucks, but it gives them a tremendous amount of joy over a period of time that makes it far more valuable than what they spent on it. Absolutely. Where were you when I was a little kid? 
<laughs> I was a little kid. Uh, you, oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. We were both little kids running up and down the beaches of Southern California, having fun and adventures and looking at all the cool cars driving down the coast highway. Sure. Let's shift gears and go to the other end of the spectrum. As you were putting this project together, was there kind of an aha moment when you went, yes, this is the direction we need to go? I don't know. I, I think that the most profound moment was when I got a box of the books the first first time. Mm-hmm. You know, the first time you see the actual physical book, you know, Kathy and I opened up the box and it was like, wow, holy crap, this, look at this. You know, I mean, it it was beautiful. It was beautiful to look at. Yeah. That is really kind of that inspiring moment. I think that you can have a vision for for what it is you want. Maybe you're building a car. Maybe you have a, a certain paint scheme that you want to go for. But nothing inspires motivation more than a sense of completion. That's why it's it's so hard to build a car because you're building it in small pieces and, and over a long period of time. But when you get in that car for the first time and you start the motor and it's complete, you get this uh, elation, this euphoria that says, wow, I, I did this. Yes. And and I can do it again. So that was a very, very profound time for me. I, I, I don't think that there was a an aha moment because uh, I knew I could do the books. It wasn't a matter of, of saying that you know, could I or or uh, or should I? It wasn't really about a book. I wanted to create a legacy series, you know, like what Richard Scarry did. Mm-hmm. Is I'm not interested in creating one book and trying to sell that one book. I'm I'm interested in, in that long after I'm gone, there'll be a series of 30 or 40 of these books that will bring joy to kids for years to come. And that's that's really the goal for me. Wow. That's ambitious. That's fantastic. Well, what makes you feel so proud about this? Uh, the final results of these books is there something that really stands out for you? Oh yeah, you know, I mean, the first show I went to sell them, you know, was uh, a, a Hot Wheels event at the Automobile Driving Museum here in Southern California, and it's the first time that I got to interact with kids, and and I, I was also, you know, I've done uh, seminars for kids for a number of years where I go in and. And we draw something together. And I, I would have a kind of a big board that I would a dry erase board I would draw on and, and I would ask the kids questions and they would answer them without seeing what the drawing was. So I'd, I'd say, well, OK, how many how many wheels should this thing have? And it was it was schools. And they'd scream out ah, 23 wheels or two <laughs> wheels or yeah. things like that. Or, or what's your favorite vegetable? And I would pick a vegetable. And what's your favorite animal? And I would put this whole car together. So at the end of about 20 minutes, half an hour of asking these questions. I would flip this thing around, and I thought, well, I, I don't know if they're going to be into this. And the, the resounding effect was overwhelming. They thought it was hysterical. Yeah. So we were doing banana hot rods and all these different <laughs> kinds of things. So it was neat to go to the show for the first time, display the books, and then have the parents and kids walk up and go, wow, look at that. That's really cool. And, and boom, you know, you're off and running. And uh, they enjoy it. They want to know what you're doing next. And you get to interact with kids because I love kids. They're so pure. And, you know, I was a soccer coach for years and, and there's a certain age at which, you know, what you say to them, you know, and it's, it's kind of a, a generic term we've used over and time and time again, but it's so true is that they're like a sponge. They, yes. they absorb it. But at the same time, you have to be very responsible. And, you know, not every kid has been fortunate enough to grow up in the way that I did. I grew up in a very positive household, but not every kid, including Kathy, didn't grow up that way. Mm-hmm. So you know, as you get older, you're still kind of a kid and you're still looking for that positive reinforcement. And I think that these books and the vlog, you know, hopefully do that for people is that, you know, it's very easy to create a show and try to get people to watch. And if you've got enough money, you can advertise up the wazoo. But I think that a truly engaged audience with the books or with the vlog, 
is really about the message for a bright future for them. Mm-hmm. To think about their own future and to get them to feel good about their lives. And if, if you can do that in a, some small way for someone through the blog or for, through whatever creative project that you're embarking on, then that's a worthwhile goal. It's, you're not selling Coca-Colas. You know, you're, you're, you're giving them something of tremendous value. And, and, and at least that's what we try to do. You know, uh, you know, we're certainly growing every day. So that's a good sign. But um, I think that's kind of the end game. Sure, absolutely. And the genius behind your thought process there, especially as you were describing uh, the drawings you were doing, is the interactiveness of the children. You're allowing them to create what you were drawing versus getting up there and say, I'm going to draw you a car. Here it is. Yeah. Right. That's true. They were involved. They were part of it. It was their creation. You were the tool, I guess, being used to make it happen. Uh, that, I would assume, is what made it really exciting. Other than the coloring books you've done now, have you written or authored any other books? Uh, yeah, I have about, uh, God, I think I think I have nine books out now. Wow. Uh, but they're primarily design books. Uh-huh. So because I, you know, my background is designing vehicles for film, and I started that with the uh, the Batmobile for the Michael Keaton film back in mid '80s or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, some of those are, you know, those were experiments of portfolio books. But you know, unless you want to look at, you know, cool cars or want to be inspired because you want to be a car designer, uh, they're very limited. So they're fun to look at, and and they, but they don't necessarily sell too well because they are more portfolio books, and and uh, that was kind of an experiment to see where things could go. Sure, but things didn't really take off until the second kids book, which is the big book of Wacky States. And I just love the idea of taking inanimate objects and turning them into cars. Whether it was everything from a cell phone to a to a pickle, it didn't really matter. <laughs> and Wacky States is cool because we took each individual state and turned it into some kind of vehicle, and at the same time teach kids everything from the capitals to the to the flags to the shape of the state, to, you know, the state animals are driving the vehicle. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was from a conversation I had with the head of the Los Angeles school board who went around, he would go around to each individual school and he learned uh, a, a lot of revealing facts. And number one was that 10 and 11 year olds were thinking that their country or their state was Mexico and not uh, California. They, and, and the education process was failing them in some way. So he said, if, if there was just a one book that was so simple, to teach kids, you know, where they lived and the coolness of each state and in a fun, creative sort of way, that would be really great. And, I, and man, the moment I got home, I started on that book and I thought, this is going to be great. And that and that's really was the turning point. Very nice. Was there anything as you've created the next project as you move along that you've done differently that you learned from the last one that you can improve upon? Well, as far as the books go, you know, we have a pretty strong plan for them. And we had to figure out, you know, how many pages and uh, the sizes and all those things. So I think that that plan is working pretty well. Uh, with regard to the TV show, with regard to the vlog, every episode is a steady improvement. I mean, I, I wouldn't recommend you do this. But if you <laughs> if you were to go back and look at any of the vlogs from 1 to 50, they're really not that great, mm. you know. And my, my intention initially was that, because I, I worked as a storyboard artist in film for a number of years, and I got to work with uh, everybody from James Cameron to uh, Guillermo del Toro, and a lot of really great directors. And as a result of that, my intention was that if, if Jim Cameron had a blog, what would it look like? Mm. It would be cinematic, it would be uh, effective, it would be a strong story. And it, took, it probably took three or 400 episodes before I even got close to that. Now we're kind of hitting our stride. We've just crested 700 episodes. Congratulations. Thank you. 
Thank you very much. And uh, very excited. You know, we're, our goal is to hit a thousand and that's just the goal at the moment. And, and I'm sure we'll keep going as long as people want to keep watching. But now, you know, I, I really take it to heart that to try and create the best content possible. And you have to stay open to learning new things, whether it's because uh, I'm, I'm kind of the a one-stop shop. So, you know, I film everything, edit and distribute, you know, and do all of it myself. And it's, it's uh, something that I have created a system that allows me to, to do it on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And, and it works very well. But at the same time, I have to be open to a steady stream of improvement. Right. And, uh, you know, I, I can look at episodes that are just five, you know, just a week or two ago, and I can say, ah, oh, I could have trimmed that a little tighter. Or I could have done that a little bit better. And, you know, just the desire to, uh, tighten and, and make it the best it can be is kind of always on my mind. So that's kind of that's kind of the only way I'd want to improve things, I think. The old uh, Kaizen practice, constant, never-ending improvement uh, comes to yeah. mind there. Yeah, I understand. Sure. Same with me being a one-man shop here with this podcast is always trying to think, how can I do a little better job as I edit each of these shows and cringe at my own voice quite often going, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. but uh, it is a work in progress. It's called life. Sure. <laughs> sure. Well, exactly. you touched on this a little bit earlier as far as future projects. So what can we look forward to in both the vlog looking down the road at, wow, 700 shows, holy cow, and the next book that you're going to produce? Well, the uh, the plan for the books is to do one every couple of months. And uh, and that's, that is, like you said, it's a, a pretty ambitious. It's aggressive, yes. <laughs> It's not a lot of work, but in conjunction with everything else that's going on in my, my wife's business and everything else, it can be a bit of a challenge. So it takes just as long to assemble the book as it does to, uh, to do the drawings. And you're dealing with about 20 drawings, uh, which we do, you know, essentially do one a day. So it can take upwards of a month, uh, a little over a month to complete a book. Mm-hmm. So you want to give yourself a break, you know, because creativity doesn't necessarily flow uh, on your time schedule. Uh, inspiration comes when it uh, is most inspired to, yes. uh, put it that way. So that's kind of the plan for this year is, you know, I'd like to get at least six books done by the end of next year for next Christmas. And I do know what books those are. For the vlog, uh, like I said, we're just shooting for a thousand episodes and uh, we have a, a lot of great plans to drive some amazing cars. Uh, we just got a new client, which is Jaguar. So we're going to be doing that in, a, in uh, one of our first Jags in a, a few weeks in December. But right now we have about uh, 12 or 13 different clients that are involved in the show. And probably the the biggest project that we're currently working on is something that we've just been doing working on in the, on the vlog is the, uh, the Vlog Rocket, which is our project vehicle. And that's a 97 Tahoe that uh, we uh, we just had in the last couple episodes got got wrapped. A certain area of it got wrapped and had a horn install. We got wheels and tires going on. We're going to get brakes. We're going to do all this stuff. But the idea with that truck wasn't to try to create a SEMA build under duress, as most builders do. Yeah, It's to build it like an average guy would. And, you know, an average guy gets a paycheck every Friday or every couple of weeks, and he'll be, you know, maybe go out and buy a cold air intake. He maybe might convince his buddy to pinstripe it for him. The average guy's a process, and that's kind of the approach with this, because we don't really have to go to SEMA with it or any that kind of stuff because the audience is large enough that, that they can watch and enjoy and, and see that process. Yeah. And as a result of that, we, you know, I mean, I got um, MKW sent me, uh, you know, 10 grand in tires and 10 grand in wheels. Uh, Toyo sent a set of uh, Proxus two tires, which hadn't even come out yet. Nice. Uh, those are all going on uh, within the next uh, two weeks or so. So that car is going to evolve, but we have something really, really cool, I think, uh, we just had a great uh, uh, meeting yesterday with the the Rap Institute, 
It's a company that teaches individuals how to wrap vehicles across the world. Uh, they're the number one source for learning how to wrap vehicles. And we, we put together a deal that I can't say what it is that we're going to do, but uh, it involves this truck and it involves a, a steady stream of unique creativity over the next couple of years. And I think it's really going to be a fun, successful project that's going to be able to show that type of thing in its, in, its, in its brightest light. So we got those things going on. And then, of course, my wife's business, which we haven't really mentioned, she builds mascot characters and she's currently working on the Christmas mascot for the Ellen DeGeneres show which will premiere uh, in just uh, another week or so. Wow, cool. So yeah. so she does that. And yeah, so well, that's a lot of traveling, a lot of different things. So we're having a good time. Yeah, Fireball, you really need to have, or find a way to have a more exciting, fun life. I, it sounds like, uh, you know, <laughs> you're just kind of sitting around on the beach all day doing nothing. So <laughs> yeah, it's, it feels that it would be nice if that was possible. But, you know, I think that, that it's, an, it's a really important thing. You know, we can talk about the books, we can talk about, you know, the vlog and things like that. But I, I think an important ideation, an important concept to convey is that you really have to focus on what you love in your life. And, you know, there's a lot of unhappiness in the world. There's a lot of strife. There's a lot of difficulty. And the, the main word, uh, there's a lot of struggle. And people don't realize that the struggle comes from within first. And if you if you are listening to these words and you are in that zone of your life where you're searching for an answer, trying to, to alleviate the situation, how you look at it is crucial because you can put 10 people in front of a purple car and everyone's going to have a different opinion and each opinion will be true. It'll all be truth for them. So if something bad happens out in the world and you perceive it as being bad, then it becomes bad for you. But if you can manage a way to be present and perceive it as being a, a learning experience and a challenge, then it will become good for you. And I, I think that's an important thing to learn. And I've been very blessed to have been challenged over the years with having to do that. And as a result, I choose now to live a, a life in the way that I do, as opposed to just reacting and, and living what I can. You, you really have to make better quality choices. And that can be hard especially when you have a, a lot of doctor knows out in the world telling you you can't do things or right. how you're supposed to do things. And um, if you believe in something and you love it, the universe will find a way. God will find a way, whatever you want to call it. It will find a way to help you and support you. But you got to believe it and you got to uh, take steps. You can't just, you know, it's like reading uh, a thousand books on how to ride a bicycle. Eventually, you got to get on the bike. <laughs> yes. But uh, <laughs> you can be an intellectual expert because you read all the books, but it doesn't mean you know how to ride a bike. So right. you, you got to take steps. You got to get out there and you got to throw spaghetti against the wall. You got to fail a lot. And if you, if you don't look at them as a negative of failing, because, you know, people will fail and then they'll dwell on the fact that, that they did a bad job and mm -hmm. you got to get over that. You right. got to let it go and, and just learn from it. And, yeah. uh, and, you know, we try to do that within the vlog and, and the things that we do. So, well, very nice words of inspiration you've shared with us, and uh, all are taken to heart. So Fireball, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars yeah sponsors. What's every automotive enthusiast's dream? To design and build that perfect garage. My friends at Metron Garage are a group of creative talents who've combined their passion for cars with their careers in architecture. Their service includes unique garage design and state-of-the-art fabrication. They will create the coolest custom garage for you and your vehicles. 
Metron Garage's system features fully engineered commercial grade material and structural framing that's stronger than traditional construction. Their designs are pre-engineered to meet your building codes for fast, bolt-together construction. With over 25 years of experience, you'll see a 3D rendering to visualize your custom garage and the final structure will fulfill all your storage needs. Contact Metron Garage today and begin realizing your dream garage. Go to metrongarage.com. That's metrongarage.com. Garages built for discerning enthusiasts. Where it's not just a garage, it's where your dream garage comes true. Do you know the best way to protect your vehicle, both the exterior and the interior, is with a car cover? I've been using Covercraft car covers since 1975. That's right, 1975. It's a fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. Covercraft has been manufacturing premium quality exterior and interior covers for over 50 years with a stellar reputation for durability and design. They're the world's largest manufacturer of custom-patterned vehicle covers that are crafted to fit over 80,000 patterns and growing. They are the only cover I'll put on my vehicles. You can choose from a wide variety of fabrics, styles, colors, and more. From full cover designs for factory to custom-made vehicles, plus convertible top covers, trucks, truck cab coolers, motorcycles, scooters, ATVs, trailers, campers, personal watercraft, and a wide variety of custom features. Covercraft is the right choice. Learn more today at Covercraft.com and tell them Mark sent you. That's Covercraft.com. Okay, Fireball, we are back. And we're entering the last lap. And I'm going to fire off a series of questions for you and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So you ready? Now, now I'm nervous. Now I'm nervous. Here we go. Don't worry. <laughs> you're you're in, you're with a friend here. You're in good hands. Okay. What's the best book writing or vlogging advice you have ever received? Wow. The uh, as far as the books, the best advice. I think that advice probably comes from my mother who who passed away, and the, the voice I still hear in my head is that you can do this. Yes. <laughs> you can do this. You know, and if you love it, you can. And, you know, the advice would probably be the same for the vlog, but, you know, there's there's a lot of good vloggers out there. And uh, I think that the best advice I ever have is is to have a have a message of value that you you're giving something to the people that that will hopefully increase the value of their lives in some way. Well, that's why I love having you on this show, because you leave people thinking all sorts of positive things. So very well said. I appreciate that. Of course. Would you share one of your personal habits you believe has helped contribute to your ability to complete these projects? Yes. uh, Always have a timeline. Always have a a goal date in mind that you want to complete it. And don't let a day go by without doing something uh, towards that goal. Very well said. It's called discipline. Discipline. <laughs> That's for sure. And you know, and, and discipline can also be be love. You know, I mean, you you really are passionate. You know, people will will really work hard on the things that they love, and they won't work hard on the things they just don't care about. So <laughs> you're right, yeah. exactly. We're up to the checkered flag here, Fireball, and uh, I wondered if there's one singular message you'd like our readers to get from enjoying your vlog and enjoying these coloring books that you, you're creating. Fall in love with your life. You know, the way you perceive your life is what you, what's going to come back to you. And if you can perceive your life as a blessing, as a greatness, as something that 
you enjoy and to incorporate as much gratitude into your life as you can. Gratitude for things, places, and people in every way that you can. You will see your life transform in a way that you never thought possible. Very nicely said. Well, you have taken me on another great ride today. I knew you would. So fun to cruise the coast highway with Fireball Tim. Thank you, Mark. All this has been fun. I really enjoyed talking with you. I want to thank you for sharing your journey and for coming back as a returning guest here on Cars. Yeah, I've had a few, but not too many. I'm really happy to have you back. And uh, I'm wondering, uh, what's the best way for our listeners to subscribe to your vlog? Because I'm a subscriber, so what's the best way for them so that they can get this wonderful uh, daily adventure from you right into their computer or their mobile device? Absolutely. Uh, the the easiest way is to go onto YouTube and to type in Fireball Tim or the name of the show, Fireball Malibu Vlog. The, sh- the channel will show up, but you can subscribe right there. They can also subscribe to the blog with a B uh, at FireballTim.com. And you get a lot of other kinds of things that way. You do get the vlog, but um, you get a variety of other things. But if you just want the show and, and you want to hang out with us, uh, the easiest way is to do it through YouTube. Absolutely. It's really fun. I would encourage you listeners out there to subscribe and be a part of his uh, weekly, daily adventures there in uh, beautiful Southern California. And I'll remind you that you can find links to everything that Fireball shared with us today on his Cars Yeah show notes page. Just go to CarsYeah.com. Type in Fireball Tim number two. You can also find his first show by just typing in Fireball Tim. They're both up there for you to listen to and enjoy. I would encourage you to jump on board the Southern California Express and enjoy what (laughs) they're enjoying down there. And uh, also, you know, with the holidays coming up, if you've got a special child in your life, uh, get your hands on these books. And by the way, before I forget, we're going to do a nice little giveaway of all three of Fireball's coloring books. He's been so kind to offer that to me. So make sure you go to carsyad.com, click on the free book button. I'll send you my ebook, Filler Up, as a consolation prize, and your name will be in the hat to win all three of these just in time for the holidays. So great. make sure you do that. Yeah, thank you for doing that for us. Awesome. And thank you for being so generous today, again, with your time and expertise. You're always a wonderful inspiration to talk to. It's a joy for me. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thank you, Mark. You're welcome. If you own collector cars and still have a little bit of money left over, congratulations. You're ahead of most people, but what should you do with the money you don't spend on cars? Talk to Chris Kimball, Certified Financial Planner Practitioner. For over 20 years, he's been helping people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. And he's a car guy, too. Call 253 722 plan or you can view his website at www.chrisvkimble.com make sure your investments are running on all eight cylinders or 12 or 16 securities through money concepts capital corp member finra sipic thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at cars yeah drive on over to carsyeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!